Hello, and welcome to Spotty Translation, the only anime podcast where half the panel hates anime, but they love puppets. Isn't that right, Brian? That is so right. <laughs> no <it>. strings attached. <laughs> no strings attached, huh? Uh-huh. Well, I mean, technically you are correct. There are Dang, no strings. Dang, that should have been the name of this series. Because <laughs> that's well, see, great. Well, I think that we might run afoul of the um, uh, InSync album as well as InSync podcast, No Strings Attached. Wait, is that is is there an InSync podcast? No, no. Dang. <laughs> you had to be really hopeful that there was like a fan podcast all about just breaking down and analyzing InSync songs. Welcome to episode 422 of No Strings Attached, the InSync fan podcast. Exactly. Where we talk about only the album, No Strings Attached. It, you know, there's a lot of content there, a lot to really <laughs> dig into. I know my daily listen of that album is always a highlight of my day. Anyway, <laughs> hi everybody. We are really bad at lying. And speaking <laughs> of being really bad at lying, uh... People are very good at lying, perhaps, in this episode, uh, mm. in, in this episode of Thunderbolt Fantasy, which we are on, yeah. which we are on episode 7, Demon Spine Mountains. Yep. Finally, the quest has truly begun. Yeah, I have some interesting thoughts about this episode, why don't we go ahead and run down it <laughs> exactly. real quick. Exactly, so yeah, let's go right into it. Uh, so, we picked up right where we left off last episode, uh, with basically the battle happening on the shore as they are approaching by boat. Yep. Um, and Phoenix kills Huntress, and then Bones shows up and is basically just like, yo, I'm here, time, time, time to put a stop to you guys, uh, to which now, uh, now that we're in the, now, now that we're in the proper new episode, he explains that he predicted that they would be coming by boat, especially Kingfisher with the hilt to the sword and basically being like, ah, you are a fool. Mm -hmm. Um, which at this point though, Kingfisher is like, we're going to stop you because I have the best team. <laughs> Yay! And to which, at this point, Bones knows who who most of the people are on this team. Um, and at this point, he says something that I think is very interesting, to which he, uh -huh. t in which he says to Kingfisher, are you so, yeah, uh, are you so, like, ignorant to not see who would assemble such a team? Yep. Which I thought that he was is good... obviously referring to Crow. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I would assume. <laughs> Most people, when they say things in this show, are referring to him. <laughs> um, to which at to which at to which at that point he's like, ah, so you know, I would I would totally just like, you know, like kill you here right now, but this will actually be kind of fun to watch. So he basically just, you know, yep. uh, flies away to watch this ragtag group of people who obviously who obviously hate each other try to make their way up to his fortress. Yeah, indeed. Classic villain. You are such fools, I will let you live and watch you be fools for quite a while. He needs some entertainment, so. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, you know, I mean, I feel that that might be, like, one little knock against sort of, you know, because so far, you know, like, like you know, like, everybody has acted... Like you know, like pretty realistically, but you know, Bones yeah. is like you know, Bones is I guess you know, like you know, kind of like you know, kind kind of you know, like um, uh, you know, kind of like egotistical. So yeah, you know, like because like you know, like like you know, he is he he's confident in 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 his ability to stop them. So why not just watch them squirm? Yeah, so. exactly. The classic motivation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh. Which at this point, uh, we do get them traveling uh, into the mountains. Uh, which at this point, we do get one little. Uh, we do get an observation from Knight, who says that they that the mountains remind her of reminder of the demon realm. 
Yep. Which may or may not be important later on in the series. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which, at this point, though, uh, we cut to Kingfisher training by herself because the team has set up camp for the, for the night. Uh, and she is training, and at this point, she gets uh, a um, uh, soliloquy for... She's not. She's not fighting. She's not in a combat in a in like you know like in a combat situation. But this is sort of her way to uh, you know this is her first time really getting a lot of character development. Yeah. Sort of in a in a in a, in a rather interesting way. So. But you know, she is pretend is fighting. Yeah. So yeah. she can have her pretend soliloquy. Yeah. Adhering to the values of the dawn, I bear my fate. Traveling the earth, seeking honor and revenge. Stripping away my meekness as a woman, I shall battle the heartless at the price of my hopes and dreams. That could actually be a Soul Calibur intro. Just through, <laughs> through and through that one. It, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I think that it actually fits the context of the scene pretty well where she's like trying to ra- rise above her station as a woman because she kind of wants to fulfill her brother's duties. Yes. Um, and that's what a lot of the conversation with um, with yeah. Frozen, yeah. Frozen Wonder, yes, yeah. yes, because at this point it's yeah, at this point like you know like Frozen shows up and 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 is and is observing her, and he basically gives her some tips on her moves because basically she has learned combat from her from, like you know like from her family, mm-hmm. and it sort of is uh, revealed to her that the steps and the moves to the combat that that she's practicing. Was most likely was was most likely de- designed for a man with a with a longer reach, and the yep. current move that she has, she would not actually be able to land her blows. Yeah, exactly. And she does not react well to the idea that she needs to modify it, which I don't know, kind of seems to be her biggest Achilles heel in general is just how slavishly devoted she is to tradition at the expense of basically everything else in the world. She doesn't really think about logic outside of keeping her claims tradition alive yes yeah 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 it basically is uh you know she tell like you know she tells frozen that she has uh a um uh that she has a um a a, like um responsibility to carry on the traditions exactly and especially the combat style of her family especially in light of her brother dying like like, you know like like, Uh like she's the last one like you know it basically like you know like like you know like everything falls on her which at this point though frozen suggests that you know she basically modify her technique but still know the old ways to teach her son in the future which of course this gets her flustered him flustered lots of lots of you know like um uh (laughs) sort of yeah very like yeah (laughs) a very like awkward scene ensues with her with her stomping off huffing the whole way and then him just being like women am i right yep (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's a uh, dumb <laughs> but yeah, yeah what comes so, after that is that in right into the valley of the dead yep yep yeah so yeah so right now we cut right into them walking into the valley of the dead to to where they comment mm-hmm. on the noxious mist which is making which will probably slowly kill them yeah i like that they're so, like <gasps> breathing this is feels horrible yeah that might slowly kill you it's like they, none of them seem very alarmed at that yeah. fact or like how long that would take they just seem kind of yeah. cool with it so basically they are now in the valley of the dead to where to where we know that this is where the spirits of those uh, who are trapped in the Demon's Fine Mountains, basically roam, like, you know, like, like mm-hmm. you know, basically roam the earth uh, for all time. And this is Knight's job to basically put them to sleep. To which uh, she is going to do that, 
but to basically uh, protect her, she has uh, she has Kingfisher erect a barrier around her uh, to keep her safe from the zombie hordes. But yep. something interesting happens. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. The barrier goes up, and Young is thrown out of it to basically okay. face the zombie hordes by himself. So. Is he, like, dead? <laughs> like, what is going on with this guy? Like, <laughs> I would say he's a demon, but it didn't throw what's-her-name out of it, out of the barrier. Yeah. Um, but something is weird about that. I do not buy their excuse that there were too many people in there. Like, what's his name? <laughs> exactly. The Venus Killer's like, yeah, there are six of us in here. I guess we ran out of room. Like, yeah. something is really weird about um, Young at this point. And I don't know what it is, but this was definitely a foreshadowing to something about him. But what I don't know is he doesn't seem to know what the thing is. Everyone else does? I don't know. It's really yeah. weird. Yeah, so it's at this point in which Knight is singing her song, and the song does not work. And yep. so Young has to keep fighting them off, as it's basically found out that she has to adjust the song in small ways uh, to basically correlate to the time in which the men died. Uh-huh. Uh, to which it takes pretty much the entire fight to where Young has basically beaten all the zombies except for one, to which he finally defeats the, the last one with the correct song. Yeah. Uh, after really Young great. is just completely just is completely just drained after fighting mm -hmm. off wave after wave of zombies. And this is when he first begins to uh uh, bring up the question, are they doing this, you know, like, on purpose to, like, you know, right. like, to him? And if so, I wonder, like, why? Are they trying to test his limits? Are they just jerks? Um, I don't know. It's really weird. But everyone's acting so strangely. Yeah, except which, him. Yeah, which, which of course, uh, at his at his questioning, like, you know, like, I mean, like, you know, like, Kingfisher does show some concern for him. Yeah. But Crow was basically just like, let's keep going. Yep. Next. <laughs> <laughs> and this is also where i start to you know realize this like how the show set itself up is like the show is about completing these three trials but they complete two trials in one episode to where i'm like okay what are yeah, they planning exactly. after these trials because this is going really fast yeah and everyone's just like this is so much easier than we thought this yeah. is again the moment <laughs> in the jrpg where you're like this is like the first false ending there are like seven more endings after this aren't there uh pretty much yeah. yeah so at this point they go to the valley of the doll which we know it has a weak spot uh mm -hmm. on its neck underneath its head to which sharpshooter is supposed to shoot it with his with his bow to yep. uh, but but of course though it it will not uh the the doll will not turn on unless somebody gets close to it to her young volunteers for some reason. I, that's okay. <laughs> he, he has no one to blame but himself for this one. Like, <laughs> come on, man. If you don't want to be the one running around, don't be the one to volunteer yourself here. But he did. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, uh, he walks up, turns it on, uh, sharp shoots and misses. Yep. And basically, he's like, well, you know, it's hard to hit a small uh, moving target from, like, you know, like from this distance. That's which what he later does. On, which, which later on you learn is probably a bunch of BS because well, of what he does. Earlier pretty on much we like, learned, he is shot pretty much like immediately afterwards. He shot arrows straight into the sky and driven people directly into the spot where they're going to <laughs> land. I don't think shooting a, you know, 600 foot monstrosity, give a, a spot on that can be that hard. But yeah, they, yeah. I enjoyed this scene a lot. Also, the yeah. animation or, you know, the, the puppeteering of Young running away from this thing was delightful. 
Yeah. Uh, so basically, it's just Young trying to avoid being stepped on uh, and Sharpshooter missing every shot, which at this point, though, Crow figures out uh, that the doll will only target people who are moving. So basically, he yep. calls out to Young and basically is, and then basically is like, hey, so um, if you run away from it, run away from us, basically to keep us safe. You know? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, to which, at this point, though, uh, Young basically runs up the arm of the of the doll and stabs it in the weak spot, thus uh, thus basically like um, uh, deactivating it. But he slips and falls, and mm-hmm. at this point, sharpshooter, well, sharp shoots and shoots an arrow to basically catch him mid fall. Yeah. So okay, one theory I just realized is I hadn't noticed, but you're right that he he fought off all of the zombies in the first trial. In the second trial, he single-handedly disabled the um, uh, doll. So basically, yeah. Young has done the entire thing so far. Like, yeah. There has been no need to have anyone else in the party up until this point. He could have done all of this himself. So are these trials testing him for something? Like That's what I'm wondering, if they're using these trials to test him rather than any of the other people in the party, because he's done all of it so far. They haven't needed anyone. Yeah, which at this point, uh, after like um uh, after he defeats the doll, uh, young, yeah. uh, young, then he doubled down uh on the on the sentiment that they are doing this on purpose. Yep. Uh, to which to which then it cuts to them uh, about to go into the labyrinth, uh, to where Phoenix will be like presumably like you know playing the flute to get them through it. Uh-huh. At this point, young. Turns to them and says, "I'm done. I'm leaving. You guys are you guys are the worst. I am I am just done." Yeah. Now this seems like the very worst possible place he could decide this because isn't it true that if he gets lost in the labyrinth, he will be lost forever? Or have they not entered it yet? Because this well, seems yeah. like the, the well, worst right, time yeah, to no, go like, on uh, They are actually yeah. They are actually like um uh, at the entrance. Of oh, the okay. That makes way more sense because yeah. I'm like, do not wander alone right now. This is the one time that you need everyone else to get out of here. But that makes more sense then. Yeah. yeah but it was a dramatic jump shot showing every character's shocked face <laughs> um, as he just. <laughs> Did you enjoy the jump shots of uh, basically just everybody's faces and then they cut to Frozen and and Frozen and Frozen and it's just like, what? Yeah, that was really, that was lovely. Just seeing expressionless puppets just (laughs) all with the exact same expression on. Uh, But yeah, it's uh, kind of a cliffhanger there to see what happens if they're somehow able to convince him to keep going. But Will they be able to convince him to keep going? But yeah, so Brian, not a lot Uh happened this episode, but also a lot did happen. Yeah, I was going to say literally that. It's like a lot of, not a lot of like plot happened, but a lot of plot happened. Like you went through a lot of the journey, but there wasn't like, they took like entire episode to take one half of a boat ride. And now they're doing, like, an episode to get through, like, two-thirds of what you thought the story was going to be. So this is where everything's starting to seem really fishy, or um, king-fishy. Because it's like, uh, the plot as they laid, every it it seems like everything that What's-His-Name laid out is a lie. Like, uh, what's-his-name? Crow. Yeah. Because just this is so much easier than everyone expected. And Young is doing all of it. It's making me wonder, like, this is, this whole journey seems to be, like, a fabrication. I'm, I'm beginning to think, like, it's reminding me of like Metal Gear Solid 2. Um, 
yeah, I assume you know what I mean by that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it has that vibe to it of just like this is this is all a constructed reality, but I don't quite know why it's being constructed or where it's going, but it's all just starting to seem really strange. Yeah, which of course, you know, if you think back to I believe it was two episodes ago, uh, uh-huh. to where basically Young was actually like, you know, like questioning Crow as to as to like, you know, like why he's even being brought on this journey since, yeah. you know, like, you know, since he like, you know, can't like you know, like, you know, like like you know, like like you know, since Crow got other people to handle the trials. Yep. Why Young? And then now it's like Young is like, you know, Young is the one that's actually like, you know, like Young 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 is the one that is like, uh, doing that's, like, everything. You know, like yeah. So it's like did Crow bring him along because he knew that the others wouldn't be able to, like, you know, yeah. like, um, uh, to complete the trials? Or is Young supposed to be doing something else and this is all just complete circumstance? I don't know. It's like the inverse. Now you're questioning, why did he bring anyone else if he had Young? <laughs> it's like, it's the inverse of the question. Like, why the heck are you here, sharpshooter? Or you, demon lady? You're completely unnecessary. Um, so we'll see. I, I'm really excited, but like going back to this episode, what, what stuck out to you about this episode, seeing it again? Yeah. So, uh, I sort of like remembered like, um, combat being like a much bigger role in this. Yeah. And it's really not for uh-huh. some, like, yeah. I mean, I think I sort of like in my head, I think that I sort of like inflated the, uh, like you know, like the, like you know, like the encounter with with the zombies to be like a much larger, uh, like you know, like encounter than it actually was. Right. Uh, to where it sort of is like the combat, like encounters, like you know, with the zombies and with the golem doll are basically like mostly played up for laughs. Yeah, exactly. It's mostly just oh, oh, oh boy, you're in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> it's very much an amusing episode for the most part, which I thought was an interesting tone shift. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it is definitely, I think, uh, kind of setting up that that young is, you know, like um, if it wasn't, you know, like uh, like you know, like uh, if it wasn't like a parent like before this, that young is actually very capable, and that young, like you know, can hold his own in fights in which he is completely overwhelmed. Yeah, uh, but it's also sort of like you wonder because you know it sort of is like you know like like you know like everybody else in terms of their reaction to young like you know being put th- like you know being put th- through the ringer like this like nobody else really seems to have the re- the reaction that that crow has to where crow is sort of like to where crow is like confident but it's also but it's also sort of like lightly mocking him at the same time. Yes. Yeah, I'm very curious what's going through Crow's head through all of this. Um, we only have one trial left, though. Yeah, yeah, we have the labyrinth in which if you get lost, you will be lost forever. How will they surpass this trial? Will Phoenix blow the flute and get them through? Will they? Will he hold up his end of the bargain? Uh, and will Crow, you know, like offer his head to Phoenix? At yeah, the end of this. I forget if they did. The deal was is as soon as they got through the labyrinth, right? They don't have to finish yep. their whole mission. Yep. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So basically, the deal is that uh, as soon as they get as soon as they get through the labyrinth, um, Crow will basically offer his head to to Phoenix without actually you know like without even getting to to the castle to Bones. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. That's gonna be interesting to see. But yeah. So 
I actually, for this week, Brian, I have mm-hmm. a bit of a segment that ties into Ooh. our trials and our and and our challenges. All because, right, you know, at, as you have so like astutely pointed out, the challenges were no big thing. Nope. <laughs> the trials were basically, you know, they were completed uh, pretty quickly uh, mm-hmm. and they were sort of seen as, you know, kind of like a throwaway like event. Yep, and I kind of want to, you know, compare and uh, contrast that with, you know, sort of like, you know, like, 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 you know, sort of fantasy stories in general, to where the idea of the trial is sort of like, it's sort of like the central piece in which we, like, you know, get to see a character grow, a character, you know, like evolve in their strength, uh, uh-huh. in their mind, in various, like, you know, like in the various like attributes of that character. It basically is a chance for them to grow as a person, and. There's and these trials don't actually you know really give a lot of growth. They basically they basically they they're they actually seem to be more or less like you know like growing the wedge between the party instead. Yeah, that's actually a good point. Normally a party starts out you know suspicious and then through the trials they they create a bond and then by the end they're confident. And this one was competent people pretending to be incompetent while they watched one person do all the work and then made fun of them for it. It was a really weird twisting of convention yeah yeah so yeah because it's sort of like because like the trial in i in like you know like uh in most in most fiction is sort of meant to you know like to challenge the hero and to make them stronger whereas in this one you're sort of like you know given the idea that young is like you know pretty much already powerful you know like enough yeah it's more of testing his limits that he's already reached which is what I'm wondering if why these are here is just to see how good he actually is because he wasn't expecting to do any of these. Yeah. And of course, you know, perhaps, uh, perhaps one thing is that, you know, he may not like, you know, these may not be tests of strength, but they may be tests of loyalty. That's true too. You're right. And apparently he's not very loyal because he's leaving now. (laughs) (laughs) But, but he did fight off the first two trials though in which you know which you know like um at any point he could have just been like you know like yeah you know what screw you guys Uh uh-huh yeah i'm trying to think of other if this has been done in another fantasy thing of just introducing a bunch of trials and then kind of making light of them normally right they're much more core pillars of the story yeah i mean what's i mean like the thing is that like the trial in fantasy like you know when it's actually you know made sort of you know like um uh but inconsequential like this is sort of like only in like you know is is usually only seen like in the comedies and the parodies that's what i was thinking too yeah i I thought of a few comedies and parodies that did that but not like actual stories that are trying to tell an epic um but 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 you know like but but you know like what's interesting though is like is like you know as we said though these trials are played for laughs Uh uh-huh so i mean they are sort of like you know like warping like you know sort of like the comedy the parody fantasy into the story yeah and yet and yet and yet somehow like it works and uh-huh. like you know like i mean i don't know about you but like this episode doesn't feel like you know like i mean like it 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 doesn't feel you know like i, I, I mean it doesn't feel like it yeah like I mean, it doesn't feel like out of place with the rest of it so far i mean because you know you still have the core themes of like you know the distrust uh sort of you know sort of like the the like this the like a disjointed 
teamwork going on here because, you know, there is still teamwork going on. Uh-huh. It's just that the teamwork is bad now. Yeah, there's almost a certain dis- sinister confusion about all of it. It's like, it is funny, but on the other hand, you're kind of like young saying, what are you guys doing? And they won't give you a straight answer. It's like this this building frustration throughout all of it, which I think works super well. Uh, and it has me really interested because when they first announced the trials, I'm like, well, that's kind of a trite way to make a plot, a very video game plot of we're going to do this, we're going to do these three trials, and then we're going to win. And seeing that them kind of start to distort that is really interesting to me. Yep. So, Brian, we have two trials complete, one left, but mm-hmm. we do have 1.5 trial before we get to the labyrinth, though, and I believe that that trial is a haiku. That trial is a haiku. Here we go, Zachary. Um, <clears throat> I do not have it pulled up on my computer. One second. <laughs> I had it on my laptop and I switched. Uh, okay, here we go. <clears throat> he is quite scary and likes to kill people lots. His name is of death. Hmm. His. Can you repeat that? <laughs> sure. He is quite scary and mm-hmm. likes to kill people lots. His name is of death. Hmm. So, just a quick uh, reminder do you remember last week's haiku? Uh. Or last I episode? remember that it was a trick question. Yes, the last episode's haiku, I'll read it to you real quick. He is quite scary and likes to kill people lots. His name is of death. Oh, jeez. You are the worst. (laughs) Because I feel that, like... I mean, you, you can't just like do the same person again uh you you would think i would not do that but i mean i'm just i'm just you know i'm just gonna say bones again no this time it's the screaming phoenix killer oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry <laughs> good guess yeah I'd like to, to he didn't even kill anybody this episode except well okay i guess he killed huntress again he likes to kill people though he still <laughs> likes to kill people <laughs> And you're right, he did kill Huntress again. They had a little flashback. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, oh, that's geez. the haiku for this week. Uh, I promise I won't use that one again. <laughs> I'm sure you won't. Uh, all right. Well, I guess that'll but do boy. it. Yeah, that'll do it. But of course, as always, be sure to check out next week's episode over at Crunchyroll. Mm-hmm. Next week, we will be watching... Next next week. The Yeah, next next week. We will be watching... The enigmatic Gale, which we know is Crow's real name, or is oh. it, or or is it his real name? I didn't know that's what the next one is called. Name. That's that's exciting. So this will be all about Crow, maybe, mm. or will it not be about Crow? We don't know. All we know is that basically everybody refers to Crow by that. Uh huh. By his old name. Is it his real name? Is it is it his second name? Is it yep. his? fifth name you know who knows when we're done with this series i really want to start another i want spotty t season three where i make like cameron go through the show so i can do what you're doing and just hold the knowledge above his head <laughs> the whole time and make a bunch of weird allusions to him that sounds super fun um yeah, it'll just I mean, be an infinite like master and student through <laughs> through the series I, I actually um i actually am already thinking about what i want to do next season and just seeing who i can yep. you know like rope into it <laughs> 
yeah. and what we well, should do. Uh, I am thinking, though, a bit of a preview, even though she will never actually listen to this and actually uh-huh. know. But I am thinking about trying to recruit Miss Abigail Inslee for next season. Ooh, do you have an idea of what you're going to make her watch? I kind of want to, I kind of actually want to do, like, um, uh, some Little Witch Academia with her. Oh, is that the Harry Potter one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she might enjoy that. Yeah, that since cool. I think that that would be kind of a fun little thing, like, you know, to, to contrast and compare, like we're doing now with you, with your long history with, like, you know, like, with, with you know, like, Western fantasy and the tropes uh, therein. That's and a good sort point. of how this show is sort of like, you know, I mean, like, you know, I mean, it is using a lot of Western fantasy tropes, but it's sort yeah. of twisting them and stuff, too, so. Yeah, you know, that would be, be super cool. Um, but I do have an answer to last week's question, though, um, because I just sort of didn't really know. Uh, but I was mentioning that the new season started uh, a few weeks ago, um, uh-huh. uh, and so I've now watched pretty much all of all all of the new anime that has aired this season. Yes, and I can safely say that the one the one show that you should be watching is probably Gamers. Gamers. Yeah. What is that about? Uh, that is about a gamer club in high school, but about them trying to to, to recruit a guy who just wants to play games for fun. And they want to, you know, like study and you know, like compete and stuff. And he's just sort of like, I just want to have fun, though. That's and cool. It's... So do they use actual games or do they use fake games? Uh, they... they use a mixture of both. There's actually oh. uh, frequent, there's, there's, there's actually frequent footage of, of a Guilty Gear and stuff. Oh, so like the competitive fighting games? Do they yeah. do? Okay, gotcha. And there is a, and there is, and there is a parody um, uh, of Counter-Strike. <laughs> at one point that that was that, that was fun to watch that they built nice. you know like that, that they built like, like a 3d cg like arena in like you oh. know like and actually having it like you know move in first person and stuff that is cool i really like that idea all right so check out gamers yeah you should check out gamers which you can also watch over at our official unofficial sponsor over at Crunchyroll. Mm-hmm. purveyor of fine anime and ads only for brian i saw an ad of it skinny pop today it's popcorn ah mm-hmm did you want to buy skinny pop popcorn? Not really. I'm not a big <laughs> popcorn guy. But well, yeah. if you <laughs> yourself want to watch ads for popcorn, mm. you can do so while you're also checking out next week's uh, the next episode of uh, Thunderbolt Fantasy. And with that, we'll see you in two weeks. And may your translations always be spotty. Kamichiwi wa woo. <laughs> <laughs>